You know, I totally forgot. Right. I totally forgot what my intro sounded like already. <laughs> that I made. It doesn't matter. I think we're just gonna always forget. Welcome to our, <laughs> welcome to our new podcast. This is uh, I'm Nate. We've had them before. For yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm Will. <laughs> Nate, Nathan, whatever, and this is my co-host Will, and I'm his co-host. Will. Yeah. We're each other's co-hosts, platonic co-hosts. We might have guests in the future, but anyway, uh, if we do have guests, it's not going to change the name of the podcast, which is Two Idiots Talk, which is interpreted however you want to hear it because it, however you want depending on which kind of two and punctuation you use it could have many different meanings but no matter what you interpret it as remember we are two idiots yes so take none of what we say seriously yeah this is purely uh and en- entertainment infotainment as you may i guess you could call it is there kind an, of infotainment. Is there an infotainment category of podcast? I feel like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, that one I sent you uh, when we were first talking about this, the, um, and for some reason I'm blanking on it, on what <laughs> it's called, um, for some reason. More like interformant, I guess. Ooh, anyway, what is the right. podcast uh, today, or what is the topic today for our podcast? So, we are going to be talking about evolution of human civilization and more i'm going to be coming in with some more standard ideas maybe some fringe stuff but not too crazy uh nate might throw throw me off with some uh ancient alien stuff because uh i've been prepping by watching way too much of a show i used to really like called ancient aliens uh that was on the history channel and i also have my copy of chariots of the gods by eric von denken uh, that, that crazy motherfucker. Um, so yeah, oh, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna be talking about some crazy motherfuckers too. So okay, cool. Yeah, and we're we're starting from <laughs> the beginning of humanity from and human civilization. Like right. Well, maybe not. Right after the they of wiped out the rest of the Homo genus. Or we, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess we can just dive right into it. Yeah, go for so, it. So we should talk about. A little bit of more of a standard model so as a lot of people probably know well I guess I shouldn't say that I genuinely have no idea (laughs) Um, human civilization as you might call it started approximately around 10,000 years ago and what you probably learned in a high school just like mitochondria powerhouse of the cell you learned about the fertile crescent yeah over by Egypt and Syria and Turkey and Euphrates right yeah there you go there you go and it's nice and fertile Uh um so around ten thousand years ago is about the time that farming started and they started farming in the fertile crescent because it was fertile um (laughs) this is also about the same time that the uh ice age ended so the ice age ended around 11.7 thousand years ago in that it was this weird moment of they were grateful for global warming yeah, yeah. It, the warming was good because they were going through hellfire. 
Mm. I guess the opposite of Hellfire. Hell, but Hell Blizzard. Yeah, Hell Blizzard. <laughs> so, <laughs> how witty we are. We're so, trying really hard. Please laugh. <laughs> um, but um, about 12.9 thousand years ago was when the Ice Age started to warm up. And then there were a couple episodes of things, and it's debated on what it was. It could could be a comet impact. It could be oh, no. a, a volcano eruption. could be both. Things cooled Do down you again. Know? Do you want to know what the ancient alien theorists say <laughs> it was? What? It, they think, okay, so given many reports of, like, ancient civilizations, apparently there was, like, a, a war in the heavens <laughs> between okay. a- alien races and, like, the debris and shit that mm. fell from the spaceships. Debris. It is what caused the planet to warm because of all the, you know, fucking... Okay. destruction they were causing in the sky. There, I think there there are reports of this in the Mahabharata, which is an Indian religious text. Ooh, right, but right. But right, I don't yeah. know I don't know like chronologically if that would line up. I think it does cuz I I've, I've also heard of, you know, tales just like flood tales. So, um they're like oh, co- yeah, wait, coincidences. Let's, let's wait till the flood. Let's wait for the flood shit cuz I got a lot of shit to say about Oh, that. oh yeah, okay. <laughs> but there's a lot of coincidence between myths and things that we think might have actually happened. Like that comet impact likely broke up. It was it wasn't a comet. It was a comet breaking apart in the atmosphere and raining fucking hellfire onto the planet. But the funny thing is, it or didn't a heat the war. planet up. It didn't oh. heat the planet up. It cooled it off. Oh, cuz the impacts launched ice and uh, debris into the sky just like a volcano or a nuke and caused a winter, an artificial winter Yeah, that cooled the oh. planet back off and then it heated back up 11.7 thousand years ago. So if you imagine from the human perspective you're in the ice age, you're going about your fucking business, herding some animals well I guess you're not herding animals, you're hunting animals and you just see this fucking, it's starting to get warmer and pleasant and then you just see this fucking fire raining down from the sky and then everything turns to shit and freezes. Oh, no. then progress for a thousand is destroyed. Years. Exactly. Oh, it's like fuck. the first dark ages. So that so that's generally the the standard model. That's not okay. really disputed. And the uh first like first city, uh Hewick, I believe it's pronounced in Turkey, about 9,000 years old, occupied for 2,000 years, about 10,000 population 9,000 years ago versus like yeah. The uh, end of the Ice Age being 11.7 thousand years ago. Yeah. Then they find this site, Gobekli Tepe. Yeah. That they approximate being 11.5 thousand years ago. So this is 200 years after the end of the Ice Age. So and no, like there's nothing. no... Nothing. From nothing. There's no settlement. There's no animal debris. There's no... Well, there is animal debris, but there's no like sign of occupation of this site. It's purely religious, they believe. The builders oh filled the, the, it in with mounds. So as they built it, when they finished a ring, they filled it in with mounds. And there's 22 rings across 22 acres. The the rings are 16 feet, or no, sorry, the the rings are 65 feet across with 16 foot pillars, all carved with astronomical information, yeah, aligned dude. astronomical I, stuff. So hunter gatherers, yeah, I remember this from Ancient Aliens. They so they were talking about how like. 
at the very beginning of human civilization, somehow the the creators of this site at Gobekli Tepe like had math and shit to like mm-hmm. make these perfect circles and right angles and like yeah. carvings. And like when you like, I I highly recommend to the listener to look up pictures of this because given how old it is, this stuff looks like brand new. Like, yeah, it's well, that's, so it was perfect. filled in, so it was perfectly preserved. Yeah, and they could date it perfectly. That's how they know exactly how old it is. And some of the carvings are so like intricate yeah. and oh man, it's it's wacky. It's like it's just math, yo. I love math. It's, but like, it's how do math, ancient yo. people have math? <laughs> right. Anyway, like, this is where I started getting into more fringe stuff. Even is because you're telling me that these people who were just herding shit, they didn't they didn't settle anywhere. They literally just roamed the landscape. Just like one day happened to be 200 years after the end of the ice age after a cataclysmic 1000 years there's like yeah we're just gonna build this giant fucking site we're just gonna do it for no reason not live here and not build a city for another 2000 years yeah that makes fucking sense yeah so this gets into the i I was trying to think of like reasons because i i knew you're gonna bring up go back to tuppy um sorry for the immersion breaking uh clip for for the audience there but uh, like, I was trying to think of reasons that they would even build this, and like, I don't know the mindset of ancient peoples, but right. it seems like they just wanted to flex on the future. Literally, yeah, just like the pyramids, <laughs> just like the pyramids. Yeah. Yep. Literally, yep. they're just like, this is gonna last forever. So they filled their mounds in, like, yeah, they're gonna know <laughs> what we were capable of. But like, but like, we don't know because they didn't leave any written text behind. Like, yeah, their their carvings are purely iconogra- iconography. Yeah. It we're we're guessing of what it means. There's some that you know resemble constellations that were talked about thousands of years later. So we think they're about constellations. We don't know for sure, but shit's pretty yeah. accurate. It's pretty yeah. weird. All right, I'll stop derailing you. You can keep on your timeline here. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's Gobekli Tepe. It just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But then you begin to think about it in terms of what the world looked like. So a lot of people assume that the Ice Age was just all ice and cold. No, that was Europe. Europe and the clearly the northern parts of the world were frozen under glaciers. People were not occupying it for, a, like, for very much, pretty much. Or it was just frozen dirt, so they couldn't really do anything yeah. besides hunt. So they were forced to be hunter-gatherers up north. But... Yeah. When you go down south, when you go to the places that you don't normally think of being occupied, like the Sahara Desert, and you think about, oh, things were cooler, and then you think about what would that have looked like? What would a desert have looked like? And it turns out that while the Sahara Desert was dry for a lot of the uh, Ice Age, approximately, uh, let me find the exact, uh, the exact dates here, around 14 and a half thousand years ago, up to six to five thousand years ago so well after the end of the ice age the sahara was green it was grasslands savannas forests huge like herds roaming around so that's like seven thousand years ish of like forested right that's yeah seven to eight thousand years of of what like southern africa that's what sahara was it was full of lakes and rivers lake chad during this time was 10 times as large as it is today. Whoa. And 
So they had some time to like long get going. time. <laughs> so if they could build Gobekli Tepe that quickly, if they could go from nothing and then two thousand years later to building Chadel Hewick, which is a full blown city, undisputed, then I still I still they don't had, know what that looks like. What was that? I should have looked that up. How do you no, spell Chadel I mean, Hewick? Um, you can Never spell mind. it. I'll do it. Uh, later. Okay. Um, it's not. It's not like you're gonna look at it and be like, "Whoa, this is like Roman level." But it's it's clearly a city. It was occupied. Had a lot of people in it for the time. But if they were able to occupy the uh, that area that quickly after the end of the Ice Age, then what were they doing with eight thousand years of Green Sahara, which? you know yeah. is now covered in dunes of sand we're not doing archaeology there the only parts of Sahara that we're doing archaeology on are the parts that are still not completely sand they're just dry savanna pretty much and that's where we get things like um Gabero, which is a 8,000 or 10,000 year old grave site with 20 individuals in it in the middle where's, of the where's desert that? um in Niger Okay. Um, so this, but this isn't in dead center of, you know, dunes of sand. This is, again is like more of just dry area. They're still able to dig in. So what you're saying is there could be a bunch of stuff in the Sahara that we don't even know. Yeah, like, just like the Amazon, maybe, just like the so Amazon maybe was. They thought, brought the math, dude. Maybe the they math. brought the math. <laughs> they brought exactly. So then you get into the wacky shit with like dudes like Graham Hancock, who's like a pseudo archaeologist, who like thinks that there's a lost civilization that was like hyper advanced. He gets into wacky shit where he's he. He believes that Mars, a couple like thousands of years ago, is inhabitable. That's that's the kind of wacky yeah. shit that we get into with whoa, that guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We could slow down and like make a whole other episode on that. Yeah. Like, okay. Lost civilizations <laughs> in Mars. Hell yeah! I'm totally down. Um, but, but yeah. So when you think about what the world looked like at this time, and you think about how Egypt was so advanced so quickly, um, they built the pyramids. 4,500 years ago, and for a long time that was thought to be, you know, like, the beginning of civilization. Yeah. Makes you wonder what was possible. Now, I don't personally think that they were super advanced anything back then, but I'm willing to believe that there might have been Egyptian level or, you know, uh, Gobekli Tepe level well yeah. before. Like, we're talking, you know, 20,000 years ago maybe in like, the middle I of mean, the Ice they Age. They didn't have transistors or anything, but they had pretty complex right. math, obviously. Exactly, yeah. They spent a long time looking at the stars. They knew... they. Knew, I didn't have this in my notes, but it's, it's just fun to talk about. They, by this time, had already calculated the precession of the equinoxes. I can't remember the exact Whoa. data. I can't remember uh, like what civilization it was, but they very quickly figured out the precession of the equinoxes and how long it was. Like, exactly how long it was. Damn. Yeah. That's sick. That's useful. Yes, it is. It's very Damn. useful. Um, and then... So that must mean that they know that the the Earth had an axis. Exactly. And that and it was they round. clearly knew what the magnetic north and south... They knew what the magnetosphere was, partially. Yeah. Because Gobekli Tepe is aligned to it. Yeah. And so, wait, isn't... Isn't um aren't the pyramids aligned to the cardinal directions too? I think so, and they're also aligned to I want to say it's Orion. I'm not. Yeah, I don't remember I exactly. Right. Um, right. And then 
if you want to start getting into Egypt here, that's where we get into the Sphinx is thought to be around 4,500 years old, but there's some fringe theories that think it's older because it's the rocks it was built from were dug from directly around it. Yeah. And the rocks it was built from have vertical water erosion marks. So some people claim that that means that it had to have been either water runoff or rainfall. And the that area hasn't experienced rainfall at least enough to like cause erosion. Yeah. Uh since like like 5 to 6 or more 1000 years ago. So oh, the Sphinx damn. Oh damn. could very well have been much much older than the than the pyramids themselves. However, yeah. like I said I just watched a documentary that they they were doing a lot of experiments to figure out how they could have cut the stones for the pyramids so quickly and they discovered that you know the limestone they're using if you pour and, water if you pour water on oh, it yes it'll, you can cut it yeah, yeah you cut it five times faster so then i'm just like okay then they probably just mined the stones with water and then that maybe could have formed those rivulets but when you look at the 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 marks around the sphinx from the pit they're pretty intense they're huge erosion marks so yeah. i don't know huh that, that like maybe maybe they had like water jet cutters or something <laughs> but like how would they develop that much pressure also like the other thing not to backtrack too much but like these stones that they were carrying like for the P- sphinx for the pyramids and for like gobekli tepe they're huge they're like t- mm-hmm. multiple tons like tens of tons mm-hmm. in mass. fucking gigantic yeah, and, like, like, they did experiments yeah. to, like, figure out how to pull these stones, and they think they f- figured it out somewhat, but mostly only for the smaller of the stones. Yeah. Not the, like, the king's chamber in the pyramid, in um, Nafre's pyramid, I think it is. Um, they're fucking huge. Like, yeah. way bigger than anything we could At, ever hope to outside. carry by human yeah. strength. And uh, yeah. it's just like there's like, you know, monolithic sites, megalithic sites um, around the world in different cultures that have these just huge megalith st- like stones just out of nowhere surrounded by a bunch of smaller stones. And we just mm-hmm. they cannot figure out how they pulled these things. And it's like it, this was these weren't the only two sites in the world that were hauling huge ass rocks. Yeah. Like for what? Like there's also Easter Island. There's also like the Aztecs and Mayans who are like building huge structures maybe not this on the scale of like the pyramids but uh pretty pretty darn big still and like pretty i don't know darn big yeah i don't know it's just there's so much speculation you could do and it's like that's why i think so many people myself included are drawn to like the ancient yes. aliens theories because like it's such an easy explanation for yeah. this shit and it like it's... gives purpose for them making all of it and it's fun yeah, it's super fun. And, like, a lot of the most fun are, like, maybe the pyramids were, like, generators. And that's why so many different <laughs> civilizations around the world made them to, like, generate energy for the alien overlords. And you're just like, dude, okay, okay. <laughs> I fuck with that, yeah. <laughs> and, like, uh, to go back to the Sphinx, even, a lot of what um, I he- I've heard from the Ancient Aliens show is that maybe um, aliens were like doing
doing experiments on humans and animals to like fuse their bodies and like breed <laughs> like chimera yeah. and yeah. like when you look at the hieroglyphs and shit you're like okay i mean like maybe they weren't that creative and like they actually just had that shit walking around with them and they just chiseled it into some rock and you're like okay i guess that makes sense but like yeah that, like occam's razor kind of just points to it but then you're like well this universe is huge as fuck and i don't even right. know if aliens would want to fuck with the human race and like it right, kind of yeah. detracts from the credit of humans to like say that oh we needed an a- we needed aliens to give us math so that we could literally right. do anything <laughs> yeah it's kind of like so. the uh it's especially like old archaeology being like these brown people couldn't build this so yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> nazi shit um yeah but i mean hey aliens could have fucked with people who didn't understand what they were but we would have understood what they are now so they don't fuck with us anymore who knows bob lazar we should do an episode on bob lazar maybe I'm down. Seriously, okay. I love Bob Lazar. Um, another thing with the Sphinx is because of the procession of the equinoxes, constellations move where they rise moves. Yeah. And the people that think that the Sphinx is older, some of them, like Robert M. Schock, who is a geologist, um, who originally proposed it being older, um, so about 7,000 years ago, is starting to think for some reason, and I can't find why, it is actually 10 to 12,000 years, years old. Well, I, I can't figure out why he thinks this, but one of the things that they point to is about 10 to 12,000 years ago, again, at the end of the Ice Age, Yeah. The it was the age of Leo. And Leo was rising in the east with the sun. Oh. And that and there are many experts it's actually kind of become more commonplace to assume that the sphinx was originally just a lion and it was kafre i I think it's kafre forgive me if i'm wrong but kafre um sculpted it down to be him because it was just eroded Uh, away and was super old oh yeah 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 oh Um, that makes more sense that kind of just negates the whole chimera theory of ancient aliens Uh, hey, I mean, I'm always down for some chimeras. I hate it because I can't remember the reference to Full Metal Alchemist. Forgive me, please, I swear. <laughs> also, like, I, I just realized these people are kind of, like, assuming the standardization of constellations. Like, do... Yeah. Like, not not every, like, group civilization around the world is going to have the same... Right, It's going to exactly. see the same things in the stars. They're just going to know where the stars yes. are. Yes. But there is a lot of overlap between separate isolated cultures in the constellations. And I don't know much about constellations in um, astrology, but I'm pretty sure a lot of isolated cultures represent constellations very similarly. Not necessarily the same, but similarly. And that's, I'm, that's weird. I'm pretty sure Egypt did have a lion constellation that was Leo. I think. I don't know. Probably wrong. I yeah. am dumb. Because um, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I am dumb too because I think the constellations we think of today are like Greek, I want to say, or Roman maybe. Yeah, probably. But like I know that the Native Americans had their own interpretations as well. Right. So, on the topic of Native Americans, <laughs> I don't know oh. how much you'll be able to oh, boy. tie in. Oh wait, yeah. So we you can get into this um, for the South Americans, but I want to say real quick for North Americans, North American Indigenous folk back then. Mm-hmm. So. Originally, we thought that 
it was the Clovis culture first, which is around ten to 12,000 years ago. Now it's standard to assume that it's about 20,000 years ago to maybe 30,000 years ago of American occupation originally. But when the Ice Age ended, the conservative view, so not the, the ver- this very standard view without a comet impact, is that the Canadian ice sheets had a giant lake that got so big that it broke and had 2,000 years of repeated oceanic-level flooding. And the conservative estimates for these floods was 190 meters of water (laughs) flowing over the northeastern landscape of the United States. And if you go to Washington and Oregon, you can see these things. There's giants. So do you know how rivers sometimes will pick up gravel and vortexes will form and it'll drill a hole into the riverbed? No, but that's sick. Imagine those 30 feet across and like 50 feet deep. Oh, what the heck? Giant, giant stone. And then sometimes if you splash water over dirt, loose dirt, the dirt will form into these waves because of the water yeah. dynamics. Imagine yeah. those 100 feet high. Oh, man. Oh, man. And then Niagara Falls is a cataract. It's a slow wearing away of water. Uh-huh. Imagine a cataract. I'm pretty sure it's 13 times the size of Niagara Falls. What the heck? So then you get into the more fringe theories of the comet impact happening. So people like Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson are of the assumption. And there's a whole spectrum between these of like how much each plays a part. Um, Randall Carlson and Graham Hancock are of the mind that the comet impact struck the Canadian ice sheet, vaporized the water... And sent one big flood that was probably uh, 300 meters of water. Oh. <laughs> so and like, caused all of these. So, like, double the size of what? Double the size. And people were living here at the time. Yeah. So, huh. and also, a comet would have set all of North America on fire. Fragments yeah. of a comet splaying all of North America. And there is a layer, archaeology shows, and this is undisputed, just, just the cause of it's disputed. A layer of ash nearly across all of America on one part in time across America. So Mm. what caused it? Who knows? But it's like a lot of America was set on fire and then a huge oceanic level flood hit and people were living there at the time. Damn. So like, okay, so what's what's the chronology of that? You said 30,000 years ago? No, no, no. Sorry. Um... That was just to say people were there already. 30,000 years ago-ish was probably the beginning of human occupation in America. Oh, okay. And then but during that, somewhere. During that, this is the... So I'm talking about the end of the Ice Age. So the 12 to 12.9 thousand years ago to 11.7 thousand years ago. The yeah. 12.9 years ago is when the comet impacted. Okay, okay, okay. So right at the beginning Jeez. of the... So that's called the Younger Dryas period. Is that thousand... That uh, 1.2,000 year period of just destruction of of it getting warmer freezing again and then slowly getting warmer again um which by the way imagine a thousand years of the ocean levels rising and then dropping and then rising again very <laughs> rapidly uh, so and, like how does that how does that tie into the chronology across the atlantic of like the floods uh you mean in like europe uh like in in biblical times and like gilgamesh and shit 
Well, I mean, it's pretty agreed upon that a lot of biblical stories are based in the times about from 6,000 years ago to 12,000 years ago. Okay. So yeah. okay. the beginning of humanity. And so they had possible... too, I guess. Oh, absolutely. They had ice sheets of their own They that were melting. They had ocean levels rising. Like the ocean levels. So the numbers that I found were from 19,000 years ago to 6,000 years ago, the ocean levels rose by 120 meters. And they rose by one meter per century. Huh. But during 15,000 to 13,000 years ago, and then from 11,000 years ago to 9,000 years ago, so right before Younger Dryas, yeah. right after Younger Dryas, it was raising by, raising by 2.5 meters per century. Now, that's oh, kind of slow. It's kind of slow. I don't know. That seems but imagine, fast to me. What is it, it is now? pretty fast. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't want to look it up because it'll be a lot of clicking, and that'll be annoying. But it's it's not like... It's slow in terms of humanity. But if you think about it, if there was an established city somewhere on a coast, and you got to remember, most cities were on coasts and rivers. Uh-huh. If there was an Done. established city on a coast, no matter how basic, imagine in 100 years the water level rising by 2.5 meters. Yeah. That would just completely destroy the city. Yeah, Everybody would be, done. like, forced to leave. And, like, that's 100 years. That's not long enough to establish a city. It takes yeah. a thousand years probably to establish a city. Especially like, back then. Exactly. So there's a lot of people who like to think that there were advanced cities that got dispersed into inlands. Mm-hmm. And then those people taught, either taught the people from the inland who might not be, have been advanced, quote unquote, um, or just established their own stuff and did things like Gobekli Tepe, which had all that math and astronomy. Hmm. Man, it's um, almost like we don't know shit about uh, the past of our race. We don't know shit, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I think we got off track from America, but <laughs> South America is its own, be- its own beast. That place is awesome. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the separation of continents is really what, what did it, you know? And, like, this is... Oh, and I forgot to mention, even... by the way, the Sahara Desert's 3.5 million square miles, and continental U.S. is 3.1 million square miles. So that's another f- frame of reference for the Sahara Desert from the past stuff we were talking about. Anyway. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. So it's giant. <laughs> Huge. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, most of the other stuff I know that, that relates to ancient aliens is more like Easter Island and like uh, Central America, right. South America. Because you got shit like the Nazca Lines, which are giant formations in the ground only visible from space and you're like what? right How, why did they make this if they can't see it from the ground or mountains uh, that had their their the mountaintop completely sheared off on yeah. like a perfect fucking plane yeah and if you're not privy to the ancient alien theory uh the re- they theorize that the reason that this happened is so that they could have landing strips for <laughs> fucking uh space pretty ships. intuitive whoa <laughs> but you're like how and why like devote the time and energy that's just like the biggest question too for all of this is just like how and why devote the time and energy to build any of this shit because well, you gotta remember we, we're in the mindset of modern humans we have so many things to do there's constant dog shit happening we have so much to occupy our time imagine what it was like back then when all you had to do was go to work go home and eat and they barely like <laughs> And if we're that's like Egyptian time, that's like recent, but we're talking old, old, literally. And like, there have been multiple like, like things, papers written about how hunter gatherer cultures have more free time than we do today. 
Yeah. They didn't have anything to do. They just stared at the stars <laughs> and just talked. So it's yeah. like, of course they were building stuff, you know? And like, then you get to like Egypt where they were rich and they were like, I want this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Lost my train uh, of thought, but. Sorry. I shouldn't have not have interrupted. Yeah, what else? I don't know. No, you're fine. Interrupt all the time. Hmm? Um, so, I don't know. I kind of wanted to bring this up just to see if you knew anything about it, but I was in one of the Ancient Alien episodes I was watching. They were talking about uh, Teotihuacan, which is in, uh, like, relatively close to Me- Mexico City right now, like, in modern day. And yeah. there's pyramids there, too. Um, and under the pyramids, they found a giant pool of fucking refined mercury like liquid mercury which what the fuck yeah which isn't possible in nature yeah and this city was constructed uh i want to say like just after a thousand bc so like not even that okay, long so ago. a long time ago well yeah and not in, a long in time comparison, ago what we're talking about yeah right? so like still long before advanced anything yeah so that's in the it, middle of wait where was this in the middle of mexico in mexico oh, no, City. never mind okay okay yeah so like there there was a lot of theories that i thought were cool like maybe they had electricity and like superconductors and whatnot but i don't know if if you didn't well, have if you didn't have theories I, I i just wanted to bring it up because i thought it was wacky I've, yeah i've never heard about that all i've all i've read about america generally is um North America in terms of that ancient, ancient stuff. And South America in recent stuff. Um, fun fact, uh, I, I believe the first civ- like the first like city or culture, like, in, like staying put culture that had a growing population was in Peru. And they didn't have farming, and it was purely fish-based. They developed a large city purely on fishing. Which goes to show you, you don't need farming to develop a city. So another yeah. reason to be like, why weren't we developing stuff in the middle of the green Sahara? Now, some people will say things like, humans have been around for 200,000 years, so why didn't we make shit? And that is not a good way to think about it, because 200,000 years ago, we were anatomically the same, but we were not mentally the same. We were... right. We were, think of the most primitive culture you can in the world. Not that they're below us or anything, but just think along the lines of what their, how their minds might work and their culture and whatnot. Their perspective, and, mostly. Yeah, and reduce that even further down. Like, humans that long ago were not to our level in terms of, like, culture and communication and putting things, like, putting ideas together and whatnot so it makes sense that we didn't have things for that long and neanderthals were only the last neanderthal was forty thousand years ago i think something like that europe wasn't occupied until about forty thousand years ago partially because of the ice sheets so it kind of makes sense that there's not like more around the planet but everywhere you think that things might have been like the coasts of africa and the green sahara around the rivers and lakes which is where we do find things when we do dig into the Sahara. That's where everything would have been, and all of that would have been either destroyed by the floods, which we'd have, like, almost no underwater archaeology going on except for boats, modern boats. Yeah, yeah. And we don't dig in the middle of the desert. 
So it's like there's probably so much. And only recently we found things in the Amazon. Like there was a a whole city. I read a whole book. It was like the Curse of the Monkey God or something like that. Um, about a city that was found in the middle of the Amazon, insanely huge, well preserved. Oh yeah, that was like covered hidden. in like uh, forestation, basically. Yeah. So it's just a forest is enough to like hide things. Mm-hmm. Um, which also fun fact I, on that story, the guy who found two of the people who found that went on that expe- expedition were bit by a particular bug that carried a particular disease that is uncurable and is flesh eating and oh. uh, will eventually dissolve their entire face. Oh god! Oh no! <laughs> so that's why it's called Curse of the Monkey God. There's a there was a curse on the city supposedly, and that's probably what it was. Um, I I remember hearing about that, too. I think they talked about that on Ancient Aliens because they had a bunch of, uh, like, secret weird-ass chambers that didn't seem to serve any purpose in that city or something. Oh, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't seem to serve any purpose. (laughs) Just like the pyramids. The rooms in the pyramid are empty. Yeah. I don't know. It's more, it's it's that feeling of sublime awe where you look at something and you're just like, you cannot comprehend it emotionally or logically and you're just like left with this like weird fear of like mis like not understanding something and it's so weird so you turn to anything you can and that tends to be either ancient aliens or <laughs> deities or anything yeah not to uh, piss off anybody <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah like i'm i'm struggling with the chronology too because it just seems like right yeah I am bouncing back and forth, so I apologize. So no, I don't. I don't think it's your fault. I I think it's because I don't know where to place like the different shit across the planet. Right. Um, given like the Nazca lines or like uh, Easter Island, because we our dating technology. I don't know, like if you can trust much. Well, modern modern da- dating technology is like using multiple methods mm-hmm. and like crossing them. So I I trust modern dating methods pretty pretty well. There's even a dating method they used for a room in the Sphinx that was there are parts of the Sphinx that Wait, don't the receive Sphinx any sunlight. Wait, the Sphinx has rooms in it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. What? The? Yeah. There's a chamber underneath it that they haven't dug into that they're pretty sure is a storage room of some kind. Shit, I didn't. Um, but there's rooms in the Sphinx, and I I, I mean again I, I all of these things I could be wrong about in some way or another um but there's rooms either in the sphinx or in one of the out like areas near it that doesn't receive sunlight and there's a test that they have now where they can take some rock and calculate the last time it saw sunlight whoa yeah so that's another dating technique that's really fucking cool okay um, i got but that I mean, with like, I, yeah i guess i trust dating uh technology but like again chronology but, is hard uh, especially when it's all spread out geographically chronology is hard and also really dogmatic a lot of people the establishment of of old places like for example egyptologists in egypt um are so mired in the ego of discovering something and the mysticism behind it that they sometimes will refuse the science and then not let it be talked about so there are some times where supposedly academic sources can be um not super trustworthy but that's just like take some research but oh that's so um, frustrating luckily there yeah luckily there are other other researchers that kind of say fuck you and explain things 
the proper way. So you, there's enough people in the scientific world and research world that generally I feel like we can trust it. So I guess we really only have uh, like natural disasters to blame for uh, the history of our race not being transferred effectively. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, like it seems like all the floods and the, the asteroids hitting and like even plagues possibly just wiped out the information collected by these ancient civilizations. Yes, absolutely. Which sucks. Which sucks. I know. I I want so bad to understand the history of humanity. It's like my favorite topic, but there's nothing. Well, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to talk about, and I feel like uh, I'm just getting really frustrated because a few minutes ago I started echoing really bad from your mic somehow. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, so that's... I've been struggling okay. to talk. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's really weird. I don't have my my speakers not on i shouldn't shouldn't be echoing i've been doing my best to work through it and then i just hear my echo and i'm just like my brain is frying (laughs) so i guess that's our conclusion of uh ancient civilizations versus ancient alien theories um honestly do your own research because again we are just two idiots talking (laughs) talking pretty much if this interested you use this as a starting point to look into things we've given you some names and dates that should be a little easier if you'd like to th- like read about it so yeah just remember the important shit like go beckley teppy and uh those two guys that will cop talking about <laughs> <laughs> yes yes those two guys what graham hancock and randall carlson i believe they're kind of yeah. wacky but they talk about interesting stuff don't take everything they say seriously skepticism is important there we go (laughs) and on that note i'll play us out (laughs) bye-bye